Hello and welcome to the Holmes Politicast. Today is the Friday show. Woo! So, we got a show for you today. We're going to be talking about a few things going on in Michigan and uh, a few of the things that the media decides to ignore in Michigan. So, here we go. We have got um, an interesting story that, of course, the national media won't tell you this because their narrative is that uh, every black guy that interacts with police officers gets shot. Um, <coughs> so this guy, Democratic lawmaker, looks like a black guy. Um, wow. Wow. Operating a vehicle with a high blood alcohol content, operating while intoxicated, reckless driving, possession of a weapon while under the influence of alcohol. Um, <clears throat> so, oh, he also resisted arrest. So, oh, four counts of resisting and obstructing a police officer. So he resisted either four officers or he is getting four separate charges. I don't know. But... Um, interestingly enough, uh, the guy wasn't killed. So you would expect after listening to our national media, CNN specifically, that, you know, this guy, this guy shouldn't make it out of a, okay, this, this black dude is drunk. He's a Democrat. He's a lawmaker. He's got a gun. By all accounts, uh, the media or from the media, this guy should be dead, right? I mean, you, that's what you would expect. How'd this guy make it out alive? Well. <clears throat> because that's not generally how police interactions inter or police interactions go. Um, they generally don't end up with the suspect dead, <clears throat> um, unless the suspect is running around with a gun. I mean, the last two people, this Dwight guy and uh, the other guy that was thirteen, running around with a gun in his hand at three a.m. Um, you know, you make stupid choices, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. It's not that complicated. This guy is winning a stupid prize of a lot of jail time. Um, sometimes the prize is a bullet in the chest or in the head. And that's just a reality. Um, and unless you want to abolish police, which Rashida Tlaib does, then that's just something you're going to have to live with. Police have to do their jobs. And dangerous people sometimes get hurt in the process. <clears throat> All right. I would rather have the dangerous people, the people that are breaking the law, being hurt, than our police officers who are trying to enforce law and do what's right. That's my opinion. So <clears throat> that's just a little a little about, you know, the national media's attention. Um, I definitely want to point out that uh, this guy, um, Jewel Jones, um, is... Yeah, he, he probably won't go to jail. Uh, let the investigation proceed. Okay, so number one. Donna Lisinski. Um, okay, she, at least she acknowledged that they were serious charges. I don't know how you can really say it's important to let the investigation and the legal process play out. Um as a Democrat, like, 
if you said that even once when a Republican was accused of something, I might believe you. But I don't believe that that's your stance. So, I mean, it's it's just kind of posturing, political posturing um, there. So. All right. When asked about Jones' arrest last week, Michigan State Police said break post troopers had responded to a crash. So he was in a crash. What? He was held overnight and released the next day. What the heck? So it looks like he refused the breathalyzer because he's it's pending lab results. So that's that's how he got out. Um, he's just gonna go for um, go for broke here. <coughs> I think he's. I wonder if he's counting on getting off. Faces a misdemeanor charge of driving with open intoxicants and traffic violations related to speeding. So, driving with open intoxicants. Wow. All right. Well, that's interesting. Um, wonder if Jewel Jones is going to retain his lawmaker position or what's going on with that. Okay. Now, <clears throat> I'm sure you've all heard that our hospitals are surging here in Michigan, that we are at capacity, that they are just about full, that all the healthcare workers are working around the clock day in and day out. <clears throat> And then they post article, or and then they print articles like this, um, like. So hopefully, okay. So good. This is saying, all right, don't go to the hospital with minimal concerns, which is a good message, like. Yeah, we shouldn't be panicked about what's going on. You know, having a little cough. You don't have to go to the hospital for that. That's how we've operated, you know, for all of human existence. We didn't just immediately get scared when, when we, well, actually, actually, I have to retract that because for a lot of human existence, a cough could be deadly. But I don't know that they necessarily lived in fear all the time of every single little cough, so. Um, yeah, I'm still not sure that our hospitals are just running out of room and all that nonsense. All right. So, so the house committee is, uh, or the house of representatives is seeking subpoena power to investigate the separation agreements of Director Robert Gordon and other key members of Governor Whit- Gretchen Whitmer's administration. So because Governor Whitmer didn't tell us why she gave Robert Gordon $155,000 of taxpayer money to leave the um, Michigan Health Department, now we have to go and find out why. So they're looking for subpoenas. I hope they get them. Um, I really do... Chairman Stephen Johnson said the committee see several different letters to appear voluntarily. 
Okay, Johnson said Gordon refused to do so. So Gordon has refused to say why he left. Um, let's see. He's he's making good points. Um, I mean, when you see that type of agreement occur for the public health director during a public health pandemic to resign in a very strange way, was he fired? Was it voluntary? No one really knew. So, yeah, I mean, that looks suspicious. Um, and I said so at the time. I was like, what? This guy's getting a huge severance package while Governor Whitmer is under fire? I don't know if this is, you know, right. And, of course, um, a lot of Republicans said the same thing. Um, so... I mean, if you think that it is right, uh, I would by all means like to hear your argument. I have not heard a good one for um, the health director needing $155,000 severance pay during a pandemic. But, you know, I'm open to hearing something that will convince me. All right. So Whitmer under fire from two directions. Like, she's not used to it. She she thrives on this, but um, the her health director was vacationing out of state without being fully vaccinated after the health department said that nobody should travel because, you know, we'll bring back COVID and such. At least the press is bringing it to light. Like, the Detroit Free Press very well could have just decided to not report this but they they did uh put the in the headline you know what is actually going on um they they mentioned that she was not even fully vaccinated um let's see Where's Whitmer's defense of this thing? So she just she just leaves out the part about not traveling. What? Oh, and then she Oh, okay, so here's what they're not telling you. There have been travel restrictions in Michigan. I live here. I know. Um, I, I actually lived through travel restrictions here in Michigan. And, of course, the Detroit Free Press. Let's see if they say... Um... Of course, they say nothing about the fact that we were sheltering in place as it was. There were never any enforced travel restrictions, but she said that she would, she was not allowing anybody to travel. So, Yup. So at least they uh, 
at least they um, mentioned the other side. I mean, all the way down here at the bottom, but yeah, it does fall flat when uh, the state is handing out hundreds of citations and arresting people. So, I mean, partisan hit jobs, right? That's all we can get in on her. Um, okay. This is ridiculous. And also, I don't know that it's actually bipartisan. So, um, let's see. Okay, so this group, ah, there it is. There's the uh, the list of the lawmakers. Um, Holland, White Lake, and Dewitt Township. So there's three Republicans that signed this. And then out of the, what is it, nine Democrats? Or the nine people? Eight, nine. Yep, nine people. Um... Uh, both said that uh, you know these these Michigan's term limits should be repealed um, and then I look at people like Jerry Nadler and Nancy Pelosi and people who have been there for literally a hundred years and I'm like no I don't want that in Michigan. I want, uh, you know, I want Rashida Tlaib to have to leave after three years in the House. In the uh, House, and I'm sure Democrats look at our Republicans the same way. They don't want them just sitting there forever. Uh, you know, they want a chance to flip the flip the county. Um, so term limits are not only incentivized by getting out old politicians that do nothing but sit and make money off of us, but it also encourages um, bipartisanship. It encourages the, the partisan fight. Um, it encourages uh, red areas to, or it encourages Democrats to go and canvas in red areas. It encourages Republicans to go and canvas in blue areas. That's what we need to do as a community. That's what we need in Michigan is the people talking to each other, trying to convince each other of things, not in a mean way, not being nasty to each other, but we need term limits so that we have a chance every you know few years to go out and to talk with people that we are not always talking with to to you know flip a to flip a blue state. We got you know Republicans would have to go there and meet the people and talk to them and figure out what their concerns are and try and meet those concerns as a Republican and you know explain to them how the Republicans you know will do well for them um, but you know that's all things that it takes going out and doing the work of it and well, that's a lot everybody nowadays would just kind of rather sit around on the internet um, 
which you know it definitely is much easier to do but um, so let's see what so I don't understand what their argument is here uh, learning on the ground like the pandemic was handled just garbage as the government handles everything like no letting people sit there for years making money off of us is not going to help them do better during a pandemic Nancy Pelosi's district is just as bad as ours there is no discrepancies here between lawmakers that have been there for a billion years and lawmakers that have been there for one year they have the same outcome so these lawmakers have no idea what they're talking about, um, obviously. Clip that. Um, so we are going to move on because these guys do not have any idea. Um, okay. Going to Fox 2 Detroit. I'm actually, uh... Oh, shoot. Okay, I'll do it later. Um... I don't think I, don't think I actually meant to come here. Yeah, no, that wasn't a thing. So... One more story. Oh, oh wait. Yeah, I wanted to I wanted to look at this. Okay. And then we'll we'll go to Twitter later and see what kind of craziness is on there. I'm just gonna scroll through it and see if there's anything fun to talk about. And if not, you know, we can keep on going. Um no no big deal. If I don't find anything on Twitter, I'll just eh. state stimulus money. Okay. Governments are receiving okay. 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 Okay, here was what okay, we have a once in a generation opportunity to invest billions in Michigan's families, communities, schools, and small businesses. Whitmer said. The American Rescue Plan will help us build back better, preparing our state for the future while creating thousands of jobs and uplifting working families. So we're going to spend it on communities, schools, and small businesses, and families. No, none of it goes to big businesses. Which is something I don't want. I don't want any of it to go to big businesses. I want big businesses gone. Um, okay, broadening child care, of course. Public health. Yup. I wonder how much of that. Um, 176 million out of, out of 1.9, no, that's not it. How much are we getting? 5.7 million going to state for Well, that doesn't sound right. Uh, 
4.4 billion directed to local municipalities. So that's what we need, actually. Why don't they just do all of it at once? Okay, so 18.8 billion. And we're only spending 176 million on our small businesses? How? She shut them down for forever. This is, that is silly. That is ridiculous, actually. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. They should be getting more. Small businesses should be getting more. Look at this. Look at this. We are getting $18.8 billion. They get $176 million. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And the rest is going to go to public health capacity. So we're going give to give a bunch of money to hospitals. Um... Oh, we're going to have, uh, we're going to have, um, shoot. Let's see. Oh, behavioral support. Yay. Redesigning access to state benefits. What is that? I don't even know what that means. So, um, oh, good. Michigan infrastructure, which includes voting and um, child care and health care and all that other stuff. Received a D plus on the infrastructure report card. From the American Society of Civil Engineers. I don't care what they say. Uh, that's irrelevant to me. Um, wait, assassinated at Michigan drinking water infrastructure. Require. So that's Flint. $13 billion over 20 years to fix. That's Flint. Um. Yep, education and child care is infrastructure priorities. Okay, cool. Um, well, that's fun. Whitmer spending our money in all the right places, I am sure. One last story before we go. Um, Hudsonville. Um, if you're a parent, you're not allowed to be a part of the decision about what your child's school does. We're here in Michigan, so uh. Dozens of Hudsonville parents and community members are urging Hudsonville Public Schools to remove mask mandates in school and make masks optional for students amid the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. I think that's reasonable. I think I think you should allow your children to go maskless if they want, um, since there's not real really any danger to them. Um, I mean, it could spread like wildfire through them, and none of them will probably even get sick. 
And it probably already has, to be quite honest. Um, so a group of more than 50 people, most, most not wearing masks because, you know, they have to be scary, uh, showed up to the April 15th. And uh, so the, they make a good point later. I'll, I'll wait till we get there. Uh, 50 people, mostly not wearing masks, showed up on April 15th. They're super scary. And they plan to present the board members with their request to remove mask rules. So capacity limits made sure that the parents couldn't get there. Um, it's very convenient. for I've So I've noticed this about government um, lately. Something very convenient um, that they they like to do. So this this uh, pandemic is great for them because it limits the amount of people that they have to expose themselves to. Um, I've noticed this in the courts, you know, in the in the courtrooms, people they only want the people that are accused. They only want the accused. Uh, no, nobody gets to go in with the accused. Um, except for their, you know, defender, their public defender in most cases. So this is very good for, um, you know, like a, a tin pot dictatorship, I think. But keeping parents out of the place where the decisions are being made about what their, what happens with their children's education, not really the American ideal there. Um, let's see. Let's see. Do, do, do. So that is kind of what has been going on in Hudsonville. Um, so Jeanette Shootyman uh, says that wearing masks is not physically healthy, um, which I think I would agree with. They're, especially when children do it, that's disgusting. Uh, they probably dropped it on the ground a few times. You know, pick their butt and then grab their mask, and you know it's those things are disgusting for children. Children should not be wearing masks at all under like six years old. Once they get up above that, um, I don't. Th I I think it's still immoral to put them in it, but it's not as disgusting. You know, you can change it every once in a while. Make sure they keep their finger out of their butt. Uh, so. So yeah, that's that's true. I would not send my children to a school that would not allow me in. I would not send my 
my children to anywhere, actually, that would not allow me in. Um, I, I either get to see everything that's going on or you don't get my child. Um, see, so, so he, she wanted to schedule. Oh, so she, this lady wanted to schedule an in-person meeting with the teacher. And he, he said that couldn't happen because there was no meetings allowed or parents aren't allowed in school buildings. Like you can't meet at a coffee shop or something. Um, Yeah, she makes a good point. She's coming into contact with her students. Her student is coming into contact with all the other students. By proxy, she's coming into contact with everybody in the community. And yet, even though she's coming into contact with people with the virus, um, just like all the other people that are in that room, um, the difference is that they are the parents, and this is a school. And parents do not have the power at public schools. It is the administration, unless the parents take the power by taking their child out of that school. All right, that'll do it for our show today. Thank you guys all for joining me today. I will be live streaming tomorrow from the uh, from MSU, uh, their administration building. There is going to be a rally. Garrett Solnado is host- hosting it, and nobody in Michigan News will cover it. Not a single Michigan newspaper is going to cover it. So, I'm going to take one for the team, guys, um, because we can get reporting on the witches and Lansing supporting Gretchen Whitmer, but we can't get reporting on an actual freedom movement that is going on at the uh, at a college campus to push for in-person learning. So, since we can't get that, I will be both commentator and news source tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Guys, I would be so grateful if you would join me for that stream. Um, Yeah, we're going to be talking to people. Um, It's going to be a good time. So please join me for that. Uh, Thank you guys so much for watching, and I will see you all next week. You guys have a blessed week. Oh, no. I was trying to time that so that I would get done and the opening would run, but uh, here it is.